Praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. I'm thankful to be here today to be able to worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Amen. God is preparing a place for us. Amen. That where he is, we may be also. You know, in a world that we live in that's crazy, that's broken, that has no hope, God has given us a hope that is beyond this world. Amen. He's given us a foresight and a foreknowledge of what is to come for those who have been baptized in his name and filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let's come into this service this morning with the energy and with the commitment that our God is worthy of today. Amen. Let's worship him and let's magnify his name today.
Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful for the victory? Hallelujah. Jesus, we bless your name. Hallelujah. We bless your name, Jesus. You've given us the victory, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
you shake somebody's hand or give them a high five. Tell them how glad you are to see them in church today. Come on, somebody, if you would slip up your hands just for a moment. Just begin to thank the Lord for his blood, for his mercy and for his grace. We worship you, we worship you. We give you praise. Born alone and left to die, rejected, often criticized, hid behind the childhood lies.
Come on, how many of y'all are thankful for that blood that was shed on Calvary for you and for me? Come on, how many of y'all are thankful for what his mercy did for you? Come on, let's love him with all of our hearts today. Thank you, Jesus.
mercy has ever done anything for you, give God a great big hand clap of praise here today. Where would we be without mercy? Hallelujah. Where would we be without mercy? Hallelujah. We'd be on our way to hell. That's where that's what we'd be. Amen. Turn around, give somebody a high five, a thumbs up, a hallelujah, handshake, a fist bump, a elbow bump, or whatever you want to do. Hallelujah. It's good to see you. It's good to see you in the house of God this morning. Good to be here with everybody that is here. Let's give our visitors a great big hand clap of appreciation. Praise God. Hallelujah. We got visitors in the house here today, and we're so grateful, so thankful for all of them. Good to see Wendell and his friend here this morning. Good to see this family right back over here. Hallelujah with us this morning. Good to see. Hallelujah. These folks. Praise God. Good to see you in the house of God this morning. Hallelujah. I don't know. I'm trying to see where the visitors are. Hallelujah. Good to see Sister Weber, amen, at home and back in church after her surgery. Hallelujah. This morning, she's doing good. Hallelujah. Praise God. We prayed a lot of prayers for Sister Weber. Amen. And she's in the house of God this morning doing, doing good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Well, uh, good to be in the house of God today. Praise the Lord. I want to... Uh, man, I want to I want to say something to the church this morning. Praise God, just by a little uh, flash on the screen here. Praise God, if they would just happy 39th anniversary today. Praise God, March the 28th, 1982. Amen. Hallelujah. Me and Sister Morel became, Amen, the leaders, the pastors of this church. Praise God, March the 28th, 1962. Here it is, March the 28th, 2021, 39 years later, we're still here. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. So we are thanking you as, uh, as a, you can be seated. As a pastor of church, we're thanking a, uh, this church family for riding the waves. Amen. The up and down waves of 39 years of ministry. Here at Higher Praise Tabernacle, praise God. I didn't even tell Brother Norlock that this was our 39th anniversary. I didn't want that bug in his mind or messing with his mind or thinking, making him think I needed to say something about all that today. I'm just going to make a few comments here, praise God. But hallelujah, the 39th anniversary is actually my anniversary, mine and my family's anniversary with the church. Amen. Higher Praise Tabernacle started in 1964. Hallelujah. By a man by the name of Grover Gotten. Brother Grover Gotten. A wonderful little man. Praise God. A little chubby man. Praise God. My family was a part of the original church in 1964. One of the first families that started back there in a tent over on Eleanor Road. We threw up a tent out there. We had services out there for a long time. Amen. In a tent. Praise God. And slowly but surely we started building the little block building that sits on the hill over there. Even to this day, the little block building sitting on the hill. Praise God. Grover Gotten was a pastor of the church for about four years. So, so from 64 to 68, he was a pastor. It started out, amen, as the full gospel holiness church. 1964, we got the records to prove that. Started out full gospel holiness church in 1964. And then he left, stopped pastoring the church in 1968, 1969, right in that area. Hallelujah. Another man came in. Praise God, and took the pastor to the church, and he was a Baptist. So he changed the name of the church from Full Gospel Holiness Church to Community Baptist Church, and it remained Community Baptist Church for a number of years. 
Praise God. I think about two or three years before I, I became the pastor, became Higher Praise Tabernacle. But I guess for about 12, 10 or 12 years, it was Community Baptist Church. Praise God. In, in those 12 to 14 years, between 68 and 82, the church went through about eight or 10 pastors. Praise God. We'd have a pastor to come in. They'd stay a year or so, and then leave. Another pastor would come in and stay. Then the same pastor came back several times, and amen, finally he left for good and went and started the church somewhere else. Praise God. So we went through the history of this church is a history of a lot of pastors. Amen. A lot of pastors in the first, uh, what, 18 years, from 82 to 64, I guess 18 years. Uh, yeah, 18 years. The church went through a lot of pastors, a lot of shepherds. Amen. Went through a lot of changes. Praise God, and uh, amen. My family was a part of the church from the very beginning in 1964, and I was in the church as a child. I was in the church when it was uh, Full Gospel Holiness Church. I was in the church when it was Community Baptist Church. Amen. I was in the church until I was about 16 years old. When I was 16 years old, I was driving. Hallelujah. And uh, the Holy Ghost began to move in that Baptist church. Praise God, and uh, amen. It just swept through there. Amen. started sweeping through there, just service after service. Praise God. They didn't know what to do with it. Praise God, it was a bad church. I didn't know what to do with the Holy Ghost. But in one of those Holy Ghost services, praise God, God called me to preach at 16 years old. Hallelujah. Amen. And I stood in the middle of that aisle with my hands lifted with tears running down my face. And I said, God, amen, if you want me to preach, I'll preach your word. At 16 years old. The very next day, I started running. I ran. I started running, amen, from what I had promised God. There, standing in that aisle at 16 years, I ran from God. I ran from God for several years, praise God. And then, hallelujah, uh, we got, my wife and I got back into church, praise God. But it wasn't, it wasn't at this church. We got back in church at Ambassadors for Christ Apostolic Church, amen, in, uh, on Constitution Road in Atlanta, Georgia, her dad's church, praise God. And I was in church for about a year, almost a year, amen, uh, before God started dealing with me again about my calling to preach that he put on me when I was 16 years old. Hallelujah. Amen. It started coming stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And finally, amen, I stood in that apostolic church, amen, 1224 Constitution Road, and I lifted my hands and stood before that congregation, and I let them know God has called me to preach. Praise God. Hallelujah. And slowly but surely over the next three years, my pastor, amen, started using me Amen. Word kind of got out a little bit, and I started going out some and preaching at other churches. Hallelujah. And I, amen, uh, about two years before I became the pastor of this church, I started having visions. I started having visions, amen, of me preaching, amen, at the old church on the hill over on Eleanor Drive. I started having visions and dreams just night after night after night. After many visions and dreams, I told my wife about it. I said, honey, I keep having these dreams and visions that I'm going to be preaching in that church one day. She laughed at me. I wrote it down in my Bible the day that I told her and the day that she laughed at me. Praise God. We, <laughs> Amen. She said, those folks don't believe like we do now. They don't believe nothing like we do Amen. Now, so uh, I, I don't think you'll ever be preaching in that church. Hallelujah. Well, amen. Two years almost to the day that I told her I had a vision I was going to be preaching in this church. Amen. I got a phone call from a sister in the church. Their pastor had resigned about a month or two before. They'd been getting preachers in over the weekends to preach for them. They had actually called me several times to come and preach for them. I talked to my pastor about it. He gave me permission to go down and preach. Amen. Uh, several times for the church. Hallelujah. And after a 
couple of months of doing that, praise God, I got a phone call, praise God. Or she got the phone call. She actually got the phone call, praise God. I remember driving up from a hard day's work, doing construction work all day. I remember driving up in our driveway, and she's standing down the porch with a big old smile on her face. Hallelujah. Just grinning from ear to ear. And I got out of the car, and I looked at her, and I said, what's going on with you? Hallelujah. She said, guess what? Amen. Higher Praise Tabernacle wants you to consider being their pastor. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the vision came to pass. The dream came to pass. Hallelujah. It wasn't my dream. It wasn't my vision. It was something God put on, uh, put on me. Hallelujah. He called me to preach at 16 years old. I didn't really give in to that calling until I was 21 years old. At 24 years old, I started pastoring. I'm almost, I'm 63 years old right now, so for 39 years, hallelujah, we have, amen, enjoyed pastoring this church. Hallelujah. And I want to I say I am so thankful. Amen. So grateful and thankful. Hallelujah. Amen. Because this is a two-way street. It's not just a man putting up with a congregation and all of the ills, amen, and all of the troubles of a congregation. Hallelujah. But sometimes it's a congregation putting up with a pastor because ministers go through things too. Ministers go through battles too. Hallelujah. So we have kind of, amen, held each other up. Amen. I have been here trying to hold you up for 39 years. In return, amen, you have been here holding me and my family up, praise God, for 39 years. So for all of that this morning, I just want to say I am deeply, amen, indebted to this congregation. I'm deeply, deeply thankful, amen, for you for being faithful to us and dedicated to us. Hallelujah. Amen. And giving us time and space, amen, to work through all of the issues of life. Hallelujah. We've had some good times together. Hallelujah. We went through some sad times together. But thanks be unto God to a faithful congregation. I want you to sit down. Amen. And I know by now, hallelujah, the hands are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. But I want to I know, is there a hand here of anybody that can say you've been with us from the beginning? I know there's got to be a few. Anybody been with us from the beginning? Sister Susan, April, Brian, Cody wasn't born yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So we got three in the church that was here from the beginning. So all of these other people have been added in those 39 years. Hallelujah. Let's give God some praise for church growth. Let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. Amen. That God makes a way when there don't seem to be a way. Praise God. I love you, church. I hope you'll tolerate us a little while longer. I hope you'll put up with us just a little while longer. Praise God. Amen. Until that trumpet sounds and we all get out of here together, hopefully, hopefully. And if that don't happen, praise God, we'll meet on the other side, on the other side of the grave. Hallelujah. Thank you for being faithful to us. Praise God. Thankful for the, amen, the financial support, prayers dedication that you've shown to this church. This morning, we're going to dismiss. Brother Norlock's going to come to preach here. Amen. Uh, and he's going to share his heart with us. Hadn't he been doing some awesome preaching? Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to say, uh, amen. He, you know, we got to know Brother Norlock a few years ago, and he's made many trips, trips to Israel. And a couple of years ago, I think it was on our 37th anniversary, the church decided to send us to Israel, our first trip. Amen. And only trip to Israel. The church pooled together some money and probably a lot of money. I don't know how much y'all pulled together, but y'all 
Amen. Sacrificed. I know some of you sacrificed a lot to send us on that Israeli trip. Brother Norlock was our tour guide. Praise God. Hallelujah. He was the one that set up the trip. He was the one that, uh, you know, just took us over there and just, just walked us through everything. What an, uh, what an awesome experience, praise God, we had there in Israel, praise God, with Brother Norlock. So, amen, our friendship has grown. And, uh, amen, last year we had planned an anniversary services, you know, like we were doing when we first moved in the building. COVID cut all of that out. Hallelujah. So it has been a pleasure for me to have Brother Norlock in the area, amen, to come over and preach for us. This is his fourth service coming over and preaching for us. It's not an anniversary services, hallelujah, but hey, amen, he's been available and he's been willing to come and we've been willing to let him come, amen, and we have thoroughly enjoyed his preaching, hallelujah, amen, in every one of these services. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Norlock, for your friendship, amen. But we're going to dismiss the Sunday school classes ages six and under. Six and under. We got a little confused last week, but ages six and under. Amen. Sunday school teachers, if you would, just stand and take your classes out. Praise God. And we're going to give Brother Norlock this pulpit and let him preach to us here today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody wave at him. <laughs> Don't you wish you was back in Sunday school again? Oh, yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, Brother Norlock, come on and obey God this morning. Thank you for coming on this Sunday morning. Such a short notice. Amen. Hallelujah. We love you. We appreciate you. Just obey God today. Thank you, Pastor Morrell. I wonder one more time, could you stand to your feet and give the Lord a round of applause? Come on at higher praise. Let's give him the highest praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, we praise you. Could you put your heart in your hands and just use your voice and say, I love you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Look at your neighbor. Tell him it's still happening in the house. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. My, we feel so very honored to stand behind this sacred desk with that great 39th anniversary information. Uh, I didn't know that. Amen. And so we feel double honored. I, I, I don't know exactly how it all worked out, brother, but uh, it seems as if we've been preaching two revivals at the same time. Amen. And uh, it's been a blessing. Amen. People have been getting healed here, touched here. Uh, just last night or so, one little guy got the Holy Ghost. Uh, amen. So two notable miracles happened, brother, that we could begin to get into. I know there's miracles happening here. This is Miracle Signs and Wonders Church. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated if you feel. We're going to sing one song. Get out of the way for the word of the Lord. My, we've already been anodated, blessed by this wonderful musicianship. Amen. And all this great singing in the choir. Uh, all these lead soloists, amen. Uh, the duet a little bit ago, Brother Cliff, amen. Bro brother brother Yochov, Jacob, wherever you are, uh, amen. And I'm missing somebody, I'm sure, but uh, just, just fantastic. How many, again, appreciate your music team, praise team? Hallelujah. You know, brother, sometimes I look at it because the redeemed are singing that God says to the angels, this is higher praise than your praise. Hallelujah. 
Amen. And it's true, because if you've got the red thread of the blood of Jesus flowing through you, amen, even the angels desire to look into. So, brother, I don't know if we can get it out on a Sunday morning, but if I could, and this is kind of just maybe a little cheesy on the on the terminology, but I'd like to just dedicate this song to brother and sister morale, their family. Amen. The truth is, is God's on your side. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want you to know no matter what obstacle you go through, amen, he's there right on time. Help us sing it today. Truth is, a lot of monitor if you could for both mics. Thank you very much. The fact is you're caught in a battle and you fear that you're losing. For so long that your steps have grown weary and sore. But that's just the facts of the matter. Because the truth has not left you behind. But the facts have you bound up in sorrow. The truth sets time. Oh, and the truth is you're not forsaken. The truth is you won't be denied. The facts may be stacked up against you, the truth is God's on your side. Should you throw up your hands and just give in? And the fact is, you've said there's just to keep fighting when you never win. Oh, but that's not the end of the story. Because the truth says you shall open. The facts have you almost defeated. The truth says you've already won. Oh, the truth is you're not forsaken. The truth is you won't be The facts may be stacked up against you. Somebody, could you love him? I forgot to include Brother Bobby Clark and his wife and son over here. Glad to have them here this morning. Give them a hand clap. Somebody thank God for the heritage in this house right now. Come on, could you do it? I wonder if you could stand to your feet. Amen. 39 years plus of apostolic truth right here. Woo! 
just south of Atlanta, Georgia. Amen. Truth is, God's on your side. Hallelujah. Somebody have your Bible this morning. We're going to go to the word of the Lord. Amen. And appreciate what we feel. Thank you for letting us sleep in the doors. Uh, amen. When pastor says, well, maybe you have a little time again on Sunday. Uh, amen. And we prayed about it. I thought because we just preached Friday, Saturday, and Sunday afternoon still in McDonough. Uh, amen. But I, I just felt it last night. I, we got to go. Amen. And so thank the Lord. I feel something on my heart. And I'm going to fly with the preacher a little bit. That's about 10 of you. How about the rest? <laughs> amen. Praise God. Amen. We already claim this is one of our Georgia homes, so you might as well just get on, get on in it with us today. Is that all right? Your family. Hallelujah. Praise God. Go in there with us. Amen. I want to take you all the way to two scriptures. We're going, first of all, amen, to the book of Matthew, chapter 11 and verse number 12. We didn't bring them in, but we do have yet that trio CD, a cappella. Amen. And we still have the prayer journals. Amen. So uh, we have a case of those in the car. Anybody interested, uh, we'll bring those in as quick as we can. Sometimes they make great gifts. Uh, some people, amen, have ordered them in, in a stack of 10. They give them to 10 grandkids, whatever it is. Nothing like prayer. We need prayer. Uh, our foundation is prayer. Uh, and there's nothing like better prayer. The effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. My, I feel miracle in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. And if this is our last service today, amen, I want to give nothing less than his anointed best. How about you? Amen. I don't care if it's pre-COVID, post-COVID, COVID, amen, I don't care what it is. Amen. What kind of fear, scare tactic, whatever's out there, amen, it doesn't matter. Amen. I want to count every service. Amen. As if it's my last. I'm going to love him with all of my heart, soul, strength, and mind. Somebody say yes. Praise the Lord. Love each and every one of you. Thank you for being here. God bless the visitors. Matthew 11. Amen. And verse number 12. Thank you, Sister Nolak. How about the lady? How many appreciate the lady? I never want to let a service go by saying thank God for her family. Amen. Let's start with verse number 12. Uh, amen. 11. Matthew 11, 11. Thank you, Sister Screen. Amen for helping us back there. It says, Verily or truly I say unto you, among them that are born of the woman that hath not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. For the days of Yohanan the Mechvar, John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent taketh it by force. And since it seems, brother, there's somewhat of a contradiction within the word of the Lord, how do we rectify, how do we reconcile? And in the words of Messiah, when he says, as if it were to pick up a sword, and that yet in the garden speaks to one of his lead inner circle disciples to say, put it down. It seems contradictive in that way. But I want to lead you to the book of Micah tonight, today, this afternoon. Amen. And I want to go to chapter number two and tie Micah into Matthew for a very specific reason. And some of what we may be preaching, we may have as a word, 
Amen. Speckled this throughout revivals informationally and so forth. But I felt this so strong in my heart. I want somebody to live what we're fixing to preach today. Micah chapter number 2 and verse number 12 says, I will surely assemble, O Jacob, all of thee. I will surely gather the remnant of Israel. I will put them together as the sheep of Bezerah. As the flock in the midst of their fold, they shall make great noise. Somebody say noisy sheep. <clears throat> By reason of the multitude of men. <clears throat> the breaker is come up before them. They have broken up and have passed through the gate and have gone by out by it, out by it, that gate. And the Melech, the Melech alone, the king shall pass before them and Yehovah is on the head of them. So there is something parabolistically that is happening in the book of Micah that ties in to the book of Matthew. How many know, amen, that the Bible that Jesus read wasn't the book of Matthew, it wasn't the book of Acts, it wasn't Timothy, Colossians, Ephesians, Philippians. But the Bible Jesus read, amen, is the continu continuity and the entirety of the Old Testament that you hold before you today. And we could go through all of the writings of the four Gospels, even in the epistles that the disciples and the apostles used, that had so many references to the scriptures. When Jesus said, as it is written, he was pointing to, as it is written, such as the book of Micah. So I declared, brother, that today, when Matthew doesn't make sense, Micah is going to help us out. And so if I could, I want to preach in your hearing just for the next few moments. I don't feel long-winded. Then again, you may need your headlights by the time you head out of here. <clears throat> but if I could preach a little bit, I'd like to preach and then follow the breach maker. Follow the breach maker. Could you say that with me? Follow the breach maker. Could you take that Bible, hold it before you, and could you thank God for his word right now? Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus. You are present in the resident. It's not just the God of yesterday, but you're the God of today and the God of tomorrow. You have walked out of these pages, and now you're here in this house, up and down these aisles, in and out, amen, of these pews, and now in our hearts. God, help us to be attentive, amen, to the master today. Touch God from the pastor and the shepherd to the sheep, amen, for content consistent revival God we ask right here at higher praise in Jesus name we pray somebody say in Jesus name amen could you place your Bibles gently on the pew next to you could you clap your hands under the Lord somebody one more time amen oh, praise God oh, thank you Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Look at your neighbor. Tell him I'm still going to help that preacher preach. How about you today? Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. Thanks for standing so long. Amen. We appreciate the attentiveness. Amen. In the sponge-like feel we feel here today. For you that are still believing God for the impossible, and it had not yet happened in the last week or two, and maybe not even today, don't let go of what God has given you. Hold on to the truth, because that's the fact. 
of the matter. The truth is, is God is on your side. Brother, if I could, I was reiterating to the church last night and telling them that at sundown, amen, was the beginning of the Jewish calendar of Pesach. Pesach Sameach, happy Passover celebration. Amen. And we are in that season that others would call the passion. We're in that season of approximately a week, amen, or so that palm branches are brought back into our vision, outer garments laid onto a dusty cobblestone-like street, amen, heels of pictures of execution stakes that are scattered and littered across the northern side of Yerushalayim, amen, and in its explicit memory from what I can recollect of the past, amen, there's been all kinds of people that have done all kinds of things to bring this week into the remembrance. It's just impeccable how that within this week, the things that are parallel to how Jesus has fulfilled it, amen, that lamb-like, the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world, it wasn't an afterthought, it wasn't something that, amen, I hope happened, amen, that maybe by accident or happenstance, it'll unfold. But it was something, brother, that was already pre-planned in God's mind. That when creation does fall, then he can't help but know what that I am going to have. Amen. A manual, as it were, already written in advance before it's manufactured. Amen. To redeem that which is to be made. And that long line of the scarlet thread of the bloodline of Jesus Christ, where devils had tried to stamp it out, one baby may have been left in a kingship and Athaliah wanted to take it away. You could go on and on in all of the dramatic stories that are there and it's just powerful how that there was the preservation of that bloodline until Matthew chapter 1 when Jesus Christ, amen, was born in Be'elechem, the house of bread. And I don't want to belabor all of that, brother, but when that lamb came time on the original Passover Amen. In the book of Exodus, the blood put on the lintel and the doorpost. It was a great exodus. As a matter of fact, if you look at the scripture, amen, when God told Moshe, Moses, amen, I want to send you to Pharaoh to let my people go. Amen. Hebraically, you could look at that scripture. And in the context of what is written there in Hebrew, it's not Moses, amen, go get my people, but Moses, I'm going with you to go get my people. Hallelujah. No matter what kind of hardship it is or Pharaoh you may face, amen, God simply says, I'm going with you, amen, to take you out of a particular position. Somebody say yes. And so, brother, with that in mind, amen, as the years and myriad of time went by, it came, amen, to the sacrificial lamb that was done for so many thousands of years, amen, over and over with repetition, the priests, amen, lift up that lamb in the temple on Pesach once again. Amen. If they would have only known that the Lamb of Lambs, amen, was there walking and amongst and amidst them, Pastor. Amen. From if I'm not mistaken, when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, amen, it initiated, amen, a time period where the priesthood, 
amen, would look at the lambs and expect them, amen, for four days. Jesus was in Jerusalem teaching in the temple, amen, so that they could hear, so that the people could inspect him for four days, amen, to look at him as a spotless lamb. Even the heathen Pilate said, I find no fault in him. Amen. It's powerful. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, brother, if I'm not mistaken, it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Amen. When Messiah was hung on that execution stake, crucified for you and I. was the very same time the Passover lamb's throat was slit in a kosher way so the blood could flow. And the sacrifice was given so that men's sins, amen, could be rolled ahead again and again. It was the same, amen, hour. No wonder Jesus could say, it is finished. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, brother, amen, the priesthood themselves, according to the conduct of their temple practices, when that lamb was slain, amen, that mere lamb, they would lick their lips and say, tetelestai, in Greek as it were, meaning it is finished. So at the same time they're saying it's finished, Jesus said, tetelestai, it's paid in full. Come on, somebody, amen. Isn't it something? We got a spotless lamb. Jesus is who he says he is. Come on, you are redeemed by that very blood of the lamb. Ain't nobody got a right like the children of the light to sing like you sing, to worship like you worship, to preach like you preach. Somebody say yes. It was even two men, and I want to dive into this, but it was two men, amen, standing before them that day. It was Barabbas, and it was Yeshua HaMashiach from Nazareth. Amen. Barabbas bar Abah simply means the son of the father. And then you had over here, literally, the son of the father. It was the son of the father, or the son of the father was the choice. How many are glad you chose Jesus today? Could somebody clap their hands under the Lord? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so I want to bring to you, amen, within the context of Matthew chapter 11, there seems to be, amen, a contingency of those that don't understand this. And we've incorporated it, Pastor. And I don't want to kerfuffle anybody and going rabbit trails today with all kinds of different ideas. Amen. But how do, again, you justify this violence in the garden, amen, or when Jesus didn't justify it there, but yet justifies it here concerning, amen, John the Baptist in the beginning, amen, of the kingdom of God. So within the kingdom language, something is transpiring here, amen, that it, it, it doesn't quite make sense. I can understand kingdom language when he says he's pulling in the fish and he's dividing them. How many have no problem with that? I can get it, brother, when he's dividing the sheep, amen, or the goats, amen, some on the left side and some on the right side. I can understand, brother, where you would sell everything you have and go purchase that which is in the field, amen, so that you can get a hold of the kingdom of God and never let it go. Hope you can understand that, that kingdom kind of language. Amen. I can accept that. But how do you accept this? It's almost as if, brother, there's sparks flying from swords. Amen. Something is a muck happening in the verbiage and communication here. And even now, as I was going to say, amen, we justify it, amen, even in our youth pattern, amen, riot, let's have revival in our town.
And I love those kind of acronyms. You may want to use that. Hallelujah. Put up a big banner here that says, let's have a riot right here in Newton County. Oh, somebody say hallelujah. And there's no racism involved. Aren't you glad for that? <laughs> Amen. But there's something about that, brother. We, 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 we've come to conclusion, yes. In other words, we need to get radical, we say. But is that what really is Jesus is saying here? Amen. Within Matthew chapter 11, 11 and 11, 12, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered the violence and the violent take it by force. Could somebody strap in, get your crash helmets on? I'm going to help me fly in just a couple of minutes. Anybody with me? Amen. Over here in section D, praise the Lord. How about section C? I need somebody. Thank you very much. I want you to see this in another translation. I'm going to read Micah to you. Amen. And thank God for KJV. But this may help clarify just a moment, Pastor, if I could. In Micah, amen, chapter 2, 12, amen, through 13. I will gather all of you, Jacob. I will collect the remnant of Israel. I will put them together all like sheep in a fold, like a flock inside of its holdings inside of a sheepfold. It will be noisy and crowded with people. The breach maker, or Hebraically, porats, goes through before them. Then they break out, passing through the gate. Somebody say through the gate. They leave by it and their king passes through before them. Their Lord, L-O-R-D, capital. Amen. Their intimate savior. Amen, goes on at their head. Now, this is full of rich imagery. And we wondered, even in the book of Micah, amen, what's taking place here? It does make some sense. It sounds like, again, there's something being broken up. And we often talk about, brother, repairing the breach, fixing the wall. But this is the opposite. Somebody needs to break something down. <laughs> some of you have been wanting this message for a long time. Amen. And so if I could say, brother, within all of that, amen, you'll find this rich imagery story of literally a shepherd with his sheep. And how beautiful it is, brother, on the 39th, and I didn't know. Hallelujah. But there's something about the shepherd and sheep relationship that's happening within this chapter of Micah. We, we say, and this is what I feel. Commentators feel it, brother. I feel it. It only makes sense that Jesus is pulling from and alluding to Micah 2 to create Matthew 11 concerning John the Baptist. You say, how so? Can I go into it a little bit? Is this okay? Amen. How many want Sunday school teaching or Sunday school preaching? How many would just settle for both? Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Praise God. So, so let's look at it, brother. What I'm literally saying, and if I could draw an analogy and picture, you've got this, amen, shepherd who's concerned about his sheep. There's always this sheep-shepherd relationship within the scriptures. You'll find, brother, that if one, amen, lamb is gone astray and it's fallen off, there's this coat again, praise God. Amen. I don't know whose it is, but it's going to work. Amen. And it somehow falls off to the side, and it's, 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 it's going to die. It's inevitable, but he leaves the 90 and 9 to go find the one little lamb. 
Amen. And brother, thank God, he'll, he'll pull back this. He'll push this rock aside. He'll do whatever it is and take that little lamb and put it around his shoulders and bring it back to the flock because the shepherd cares. There's all kinds, brother, amen, of, of, of New Testament analogies and even parabolistic, amen, analogies of the shepherd-sheep relationship, my brother. But there's Old Testament as well. How many remember when Yah was leading his people through the wilderness for 40 years? He would lead them with a column of fire by night and a pillar of cloud by day. Ooh, shepherds, brother, understand sheep don't follow the face of a shepherd. They follow the legs of a shepherd. They don't look at the face and follow him. They'll follow his feet. We've even seen this, brother, in Israel with the cyclic patterns on the side of Judean hills. Sometimes they'll even have a, a little flute playing on the side, amen, so that the sheep understand its tone and his flavor of music. Believe me, it wasn't come some kind of ancestral rap. Hallelujah. But he played the tune. Amen. And the sheep followed and they followed his legs. So literally with the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night, the sheep, the Israelites would follow the shepherd through the wilderness for 40 years. Hallelujah. How many get the picture that there's a shepherd-sheep relationship? Well, in the context of what to do or what not to do in the Boy Scout manual of shepherdry, Amen. This shepherd being a good one somehow wants to treat the sheep that day. He leads them out to plush, flush looking kind of green grass. He's proud of his fold, 20, 30 sheep maybe. Leads them out and they're munching away. <laughs> Praise God. Sounds like some good Pentecostals. Hallelujah. And they're eating away. And there it is, brother, all of a sudden the tick-tock of the clock goes by and he loses, amen, the time. I don't know what it is. I'm paraphrasing. I'm analogizing here today. But for some reason, wait a minute, the sun is further in the sky than I thought it was. And he understands that he's not going to be able to get the sheep back, brother. Amen, to the major sheepfold in time where he brought them from. There's no way. I'm not going to do it. The sun's going to go down. They're going to trip over rocks. Some are going to fall over the cliffs. I'm not going to be able, amen, to keep them all in track and in training, amen. So something's got to be done. Well, brother, a good shepherd understands, amen, that what's got to happen is you've got to build a makeshift sheepfold on the side of a hill somewhere. Amen. And so what he does, well, I don't know, can, can these separate? Praise God. Can, can, Ooh, I'm stronger than what I thought I was. Amen. Come on. Could you could, could, could some of you brothers help me out here? Maybe they're maybe they're bound together. Amen. It's, it's, <laughs> somebody's found the key. Brother, could you bring me a few of them? Amen. Is that all right? Praise God. Amen. Brother, could you help me, sir, as fast as you can just to move this pulpit? Amen. This way just a little bit. Or maybe I can do it. Hallelujah. Amen, right there. That's good, brother. That's good. I still need that. Amen. That's good. Whoa, whoa. Somebody give these brothers a hand. Could, brother, help, help me arrange these things just like this. Come on. Could you do I need one over there. 
I need to make a line over here. I need some lining over here. Come on, how many are excited on a Sunday morning? How many thank God for the 39th? How many are happy that you're in the house of God? Come on, aren't you glad, amen, that you can be radical in your revival? Amen. Oh, praise God. No, I think that my, <laughs> praise God. Amen, thank the Lord. Amen, amen. How many are still with the preacher? Oh, yeah. Help me out there, brother. Come on, Brother David. I need Goliath here. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, bring it on. Bring it on. Amen. There it is. There it is. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, somebody say he did it. <laughs> Amen. So he built this makeshift sheepfold on the side of a hill. Why make four walls? When you can utilize, amen, the inner wall, it's less work. And this is in the manual. Study this out, saints. It's fascinating. And he puts this together, amen. And then he begins to rally the sheep on the inside. Amen. Come on, we're not going to make it home. Amen. I, I need you all together. We're not. There, there's danger out there. And all he's got to do is walk in. Because they're following his legs. Play a little tune on the flute. Amen. And they all come into the sheepfold. It's not a bad deal, friend. They make it on the inside. Woo! And they're all in there, brother. Can you imagine? 20, 30 sheep or so, amen, are in here. Amen. And they're all hemmed in. And they're all pinned in. Oh, yeah, in so much saints, amen, that the shepherd will lay his life down for the sheep. He hears the sound of the jackal. He knows the, the yipping of some crazy coyote out there. He understands, brother, if he doesn't bring them to safety, at least for one night, they're all done. Aren't you glad for the heartbeat, amen, of the shepherd Jesus Christ who knew, brother, and knows how to take care of you from day by day. He'll not leave the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread, but he's, come on, hallelujah, amen. He goes before us. He's on every side. Come on, so he's got your best in his interest. You can seek God's favor with all of your heart and he'll pour it on. Woo, somebody say yes. So that's what he does, brother. Amen. He gets them all there on the inside. And then he himself, who lays his life down for the sheep, will gather stones. And he gathers stones. And he builds kind of a gate. And then he, then he closes himself in the gate, in the gap. And he lays down on the inside in front of it all night long just to make sure nobody's going to get. It's only about two feet high or so, but this is the vulnerable spot. And so he takes his own life in his hands. I don't think he gets a good sleep. I don't even think the sheep get a good sleep. You know those mattresses they sell with the, the lambs with the sheep on them? I don't even think they got a good sleep. Amen. You can count sheep if you want to. You won't even fall asleep. Amen, because they're all packed in there. They're all hemmed in and penned in. Anybody ever been in a hemmed in, penned in situation and you wonder what in the world's going on? Let's do it in. Look at your, look at your, look at, look at your neighbors and say what in the world's going on. 
Oh, yeah. What you going to do? What you going to do, brother, in the midst of the pressure? Sometimes, brother, because we're in a particular fine-tuned tribulation, God knows exactly when to hem us in and pin us in for the night. Some of you think your trial is not for naught. Some of you think that you're going through things that nobody else has, and you'll never get out. Hey, weeping may endure for the night, but the joy of the Lord is going to come in the morning. It's just for one night. It's just for one season. You might get a little weary in your well-doing, but you're going to reap if you faint not. Come on, you got to trust the Lord with all of your heart, soul, strength. Somebody get out in the aisle and do a little hallelujah right now. Woo! Yes! Somebody shout yes! My, you four brothers ought to take a lap right now. I wouldn't wait on Joe. Come on, run, brother. Yes. Somebody ought to get excited. Somebody ought to say, thank God. Hallelujah. Woo. Somebody go, whoo. Somebody say, whoo. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know even the devil is trying to tell me as if we're, you got another service to preach after this, so why don't you mellow out a little bit? I say, no way, Jose. <laughs> well, hallelujah. Amen. you got to see this, saints. Can I say this? Amen. It becomes very cranky on the inside. The sheep don't sleep all night long. Amen. You've got little old Wooly that's next to uh, little old Wooly. Oh, you name him. <laughs> wool against wool. Wool to wool. Wool to wool. And they're all in there. Amen. I remember, brother, when we went to a, a camp meeting. It was for youth in North Dakota. <laughs> we didn't have all the nice things of life in the 80s up there. As a matter of fact, when I came into church, they had three poles in a tent. Amen. <laughs> it looked, sometimes the way they danced in the spirit looked like monkeys in a circus because I just came in church. Hey, brother, they had a platform that, amen, you pluck one string. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was that bear. It was scary. Hey, bears. <laughs> amen. The, the mosquito was the state bird. Matter of fact, the music, brother, when they were playing the music and somebody wanted to jump on board with a guitar or whatever, you'd say, hey, what key y'all in? They'd say, amen, it don't matter. Just get one and get in it. How many ever been to camp meetings like that? Brother, I remember in the boys' dorm. Oh, brother, they would play tricks and pranks and junk. I barely got any sleep. You're hemmed in. You're pinned in. It after three days, it became the Stinky Socks Society. Amen. That was a horrible situation. How in the world could you enjoy? Thank God for good church at night. Amen. And their little Taco Frito boats were pretty good, too. Amen. But I remember struggling. Are you hearing me? Hemmed in, pinned in. Hey, if they ate grass all day and drunk from the river all morning long, guess what's happening in the house now? <laughs> Amen. Their outhouse was in-house. It didn't smell good. It didn't look good. 
not getting a wink of sleep. I ain't counting sheep. When that sun begin, for the sun of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. Like rays blast across the pelveted, darkened sky in the morning and lit it up like fire. And the glow on the horizon almost blinded you. Amen. The sheep understood what was going on. Amen. Because they got a little restless. Amen. Behind the shepherd. The shepherd already was up. He was ready with his biceps. I'm going to push these stones away. And the sheep are starting to press in. This is what Jesus was referring to. And it's the violent behind him. They're going to get upset as it were and take it by force and help him out. John the Baptist, amen, was the one as it were who baptized into repentance leading to Messiah who would baptize with fire. But Jesus was referring to John the Baptist, amen, the prophet by simply saying, the kingdom, John, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. Come on, brother, help me. Stone. He's moving stones. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And all the bad sheep behind him are pressing in. And the, and the violent, and the violent that are behind him are taking it by force. But all of a sudden, he broke through. Hallelujah. Woo! And pushed from behind was a bunch of hungry hearts that wanted to love God with all their heart. Pastor, it may be 39 years, but you ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. When a bunch of saints of God are going to push up and push up against you and they're going to say look out devil you better get out of my way I'm here to help the church I'm here to pray my way through I'm here to have a breakthrough the breach makers coming through the breach makers coming through somebody clap their hands under the Lord Woo! could you shout yes 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 you got to see this can I, can I go through a couple of things Thank you, sister. Praise God. Brother, I looked at it. You can be seated if you feel just, just for a smidge. Amen. How many know that the kingdom of God is not coming? It's here. That end time's not coming. We're living in it. The revival, my friend, is not coming. It's already here. I almost feel it on a heavenly sta stage and scale. If you're waiting for the good part to happen, it's happening right now. If you're running with the footmen and they weary thee, wait till the horses start trotting. If I can't keep it up with the drumbeat of stupid COVID and amen, oh, there's a real element there, but there's a lot of stupidity. There's a lot of falseness. Well. Amen, I've studied it out and I've listened to doctors galore and good ones, by the way, that are not tied into foolishness. Come on, somebody with me. Woo! Hallelujah. There's a whole, whole lot of havoc. Amen. The devil has hijacked the system. Come on, somebody with me. You've got to make some choices today. I ain't going to sit at my knees and wait for somebody else to take it. I'm following the breach maker. Because once Jesus makes a hole in my wall, I ain't staying in the stinking pen. I'm getting out of the pit. 
I'm ready to get out of the pit. I'm ready to run through a troop, brother, and leap over the wall. If you're waiting for an antichrist to come, say, take a mark or not, you're waiting too late. The preparator is already here. Amen. Somebody say, yeah. I went over like a flock of dogs. <laughs> oh, you kingdom. Somebody say kingdom. <laughs> Got to get off of that apple cart or orange case or whatever. Hear, hear this. Amen. When the Bible talks about gospel, brother, it talks about, amen, to go tell it. This is the gospel. This gospel means good news. Do you want to know where some of this originates? Good news originates, amen, with a man that was on the hillside. He was from the citizens in the city. And it was the men of the citizens from the city down below that came up and marched over the same hill to fight the enemy <laughs> on the other side. And when they did, they would have a man in the middle that would be looking. They didn't have, amen, as it were, uh, telescopes, microscopes, and zippy scopes, and you name it. Amen. They had nothing like that, brother. Amen. They would look from the distance and they would say, wait a minute. My people are either failing in the battle, can't tell for some of the smoke. They're, 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 they're either failing. He's trying to get a grip. They're either failing in the battle or they're winning this thing. They're winning. And he was the man that was in the middle that had the key, amen, to telling the people whether we're winning or not. Woo! Hallelujah. Somebody answered that. Praise God. Amen. But, but there it is. He had the key. Amen. Oh, I pray they hear some preaching right now. He said, wait a minute, they're winning. So he'd run to the citizens of the city, brother, and simply say, hey, y'all, our people are winning. It's okay. You can go back to your homes. Because the people were on edge, brother. They were nervous. Is it like a termite in a wooden yo-yo up and down? Somebody hearing me right now? Oh, yeah. Or he would come to him. No, 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 no. Everybody flee. Amen. It's the wrong. We're losing this battle. He was the gospel man. He was the news teller. Amen. They wanted good news. They wanted good gospel. But I'm here to tell you, 2,000 years ago was a man that died on a hill for you and I. And when we preach the gospel, there is no white flag of surrender in our arsenal. But we're going to tell every citizen, I've read the back of the book and we win. There's no losing and here the gates of hell shall not shall not prevail I'm here to tell you you don't have to stay in the pit you don't have to stay in the pit the breach makers already made the breach Calvary's already paid the price Jesus has already went on before you come on lambs of God it's time to get out and serve him in the kingdom <laughs> Woo! somebody say yes 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 shout yes 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 could you clap your hands unto the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother, if I could, I, I just want to explain something real quick. How many are still with the preacher? Say yes. Praise God. And so with all this, brother, in mind, amen, I remember in the book of Revelation. I, I, you know, I'm not going to even turn there. In the book of Revelation, it just ties in. Amen. Jesus speaks in the first chapter, brother. 
He who holds the keys. You know what the keys are? Amen. I know we think of this old skeletal key. Amen. We can see it, brother. It's kind of in the imagery of our mind. But did you know that when they hung them on the cross, it went through quivering flesh and all the way through the wood. Amen. And then the Roman soldier on the backside of that would go and bend that nail on the back so that the hand wouldn't slip out, so that the nail wouldn't come out of its wooden socket. Amen. Did you know that that's how they made keys back then? That similar style of bending of nails and iron pegs. If you look at it Hebraically, please, I don't want to Hebraize you, but it gets me excited, brother. Did you know that they found that the book of Revelation also, and maybe originally, was written in Hebrew and not Greek? Talk about blow my mind. I'm no scholar, but it makes me want to holler. Brother, to know that, it, see, because Jesus said, I am Alpha and Omega, but most likely what he really did say, it was translated that, but he probably said, I am Aleph and Tau, which is the first and last letters of the Hebrew alphabet. Alpha Omega is good. That's first last of Greek. Amen. Aleph and Tau. If you really look at the letters and what they mean, Aleph means the head of things. Amen. Hallelujah. And Tau is a symbol cross so the head even before you were created planned on dying on the cross in the end of it all so when jesus said he's the alpha and the omega that's one thing but when he says he's the olive and the towel it's all about that blood it's all about calvary all about deliverance, all about following how God can break you out of the prison house. And keys, when Jesus went down to the prison house, Pesach and Passover, brother, and the lamb was slain on Calvary's hill. And then the Bible says he went led down and made, led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Amen. The keys that he brought down there wasn't just some jingling spare. Well, my, these look like good keys. No, they were literally the nails they nailed him with on the tree. He used those nails. Simply the Hebrew says it this way. I hold, not the keys, I hold the nails. I've got the evidence and I've got the marks to prove it. That hell, you are defeated. When you boil it down, since what we're really struggling about right here is a curse that happened because man forfeited his title deed of earth to a foreign agent called the devil, Satan himself. And because of it, brother, we've been suffering for 6,000 years trying to find a way to get back that title deed to planet Earth that we were supposed to guard in the garden. But only one man who was sinless, the second Adam, could come and come to the gates of hell because he had no sin and claimed the title deed into the possession of man. And because of that, brother, that's how he can hand you, amen, the keys, hallelujah, of death, hell, and the grave and give you a personal deliverance in your soul at higher praise today. Come on, somebody. I ain't going to take that for granted. I ain't going to put that on the back burner. Amen. When the breach maker comes and says, I'm out of here. I can break you out of this prison house. I can take you out of the pit. I'm not going to sit there, brother, in the mire and meander around. I'm not going to meet you mediocrity, amen, there. I'm not going to negotiate at the table of the enemy. I'm going to follow the breach maker that's made a way out and away from 
me personally because he holds the keys. Come on, the gospel's good news. Come on, what it boils down to is we're in a life struggle between the death culture out there and the life culture here. But Jesus gave us nothing less than his best and you've got life and that more abundantly. If you'll follow him out of the prison house, Come on, somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. I wonder if the church could pop to the feet and shout hallelujah right now. Come on. There ought to be a clarion sound. Yes. Yes. Look at your neighbor say, follow the breach maker. There is violence. That it already happened. And all of God that could die, died on Calvary. Yud, He, Vav, He is the tetragrammaton of the name of God, Yehovah, or what we would say, Yahweh. Yud, He, Vav, He. I preached it before, I believe, but you know what the pictures that are to those letters? Yud, hallelujah. He, Vav, He. Yud means hand. Hey is a man jumping up and down like this saying, behold or look. Vav is a nail. And hey again is a man jumping up and down saying, look. These are the pictures of those letters way back. The name of God pictorially means hand, look, nail, look. He's made a way. Out of nowhere. Can somebody lift their hands unto the Lord? Pastor, I know I've got, I've got a couple of pages of notes. I've, I've got stuff we could go through. I, I've got more information. There's more inspiration station. But I feel something in the Holy Ghost. Is this okay? I don't want to hurry God here, but I feel, it's just, come on, somebody feel up to the Lord. Could you call shut up? I need some prayer warriors to be sensitive in the Holy Ghost right now. I need somebody to press with me right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I know there's a team that's going to help us, but in your mind, just get ready. Just get ready. Please remain standing. Please remain standing. But I need some help today. Brother, can you help me? Is that all right? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Get in there. Get in there. Brother, can you help me? Get on in. Get on in. Come on, Johnny. Could you help me out? Praise God. Brother, you're better than Johnny Cash. I'm here to tell you, my friend. Praise God. Come on, somebody. Are you with me? Yeah, come on, brother. Are you with me? Woo! Come on, somebody. Praise God. <laughs> brother, is it all right I use you? Come on, come on. Brother Avery, is that all right, my friend? Come on, come on. Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. Come on, brother. Could you help me? Praise God. Brother, is that okay? Amen. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Amen. Let's see. Yo, come on, help me out, brother. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, brother, come on, help me out. Come on, come on. Woo, somebody say yes. Uh, yeah, come on, Jacob. Come on, help me out. Is there two Jacobs? Come on, Jacobs. Brothers, press in. Press in just a little bit. Press in. Can you press? I think there's steps there. That's all right. Some of you can get on just the bottom step, brother. Just come on in. Amen. Brother Morrell, thank God for the Jacobs. Brother Morrell, come on. Could you, could you help me? Could you help me? Praise God. How many with the preacher? You'll forgive Brother Narlock who loves to have fun. Amen. I don't want to jest so much, amen, that we lose the track and the journey. 
but I want somebody to get this picture today. He that the Son is set free is free indeed. And you don't have to stay in the pit. You don't have to stay in the prison. You don't have to be there, amen, all the time. This man has a purpose sometimes for preaching things to us. My, that was uncomfortable. I didn't like that. You mean he pulled me into the office and talked to you that way? My, he taught me that way. I'm going to let that slip. Praise God. Oh, no. How many are hearing me? Sometimes you feel penned in the shepherd. Amen. And the shepherd. Amen. God's given them wisdom to know what to do. And thank God for good saints. It is a two-way street. Brother, you're here, what, 39 years? I didn't even pastor the nine of your years. I had seven and a half. <laughs> it was a seven-year university. And I, the Lord said, amen, you preached enough. Go on, get out. Oh, my, the Lord's in this today. Praise God. Anybody with me? Praise God. I'm just fixing to have me a conniption right now. Praise God. But here it is. Where's my music team? Where are you? Run, run. Come on. I need you now. Run. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody in the back. I wonder if you could leap a little bit in the Lord. I wonder if somebody in the middle could say, I'm with you, preacher. I wonder if somebody at the front can clap their hands and say, amen. I'm coming out of the pit. You've been hemmed in. You've been penned in for so long. It's time for freedom. It's time to run out of there. It's time. Brother, in the name of Jesus, right now, God, I thank you for inspiration that's going to hit this brother. You've already given him bits of inspiration in this revival. He's going to write it down. He's going to run with it. But in his family, he's going to feel it like he's never felt it before. You're giving God him an anointed direction in the name of Jesus right now. Hallelujah. God wants to overflow you with inspiration. Hallelujah. Come on, sister. I feel in the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you just lift your hands under the Lord right now. Come on. That's, I'm not here to embarrass you, but he wants to fill you with so much joy. Amen. You're going to laugh at the supermarket. You're going to laugh at the house. You're going to laugh down the highway. The joy of the Lord's going to It's going to be your strength. Come on. That's it. You don't have to weep like that no more. There's joy in the house for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother, can I tuck in just a little bit? It may endure for the night. Brother, you sheep have been here all night long. Come on, you're going to feel some preacher sweat here. Praise God. Pop off the step, brother. I want you to get a little more crowded. Come on in here. Come on, come on. Amen. And so, come on, brother. Come on, come on. Oh, my. I need a brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like ah. Wait a minute. He's the shepherd. What's going on here? They're in there half out of their mind. They're ready to get out of there. Come on, brother. Give me a... Oh, yeah. We're talking now. Kind of crazy in the pen. But it was just for a season, saints. The gospel has already been given. There's no losing. The keys have already unlocked the door. And the shepherd's fixing to break the pit open. And all you got to do is follow the breach maker. And all of a sudden, brother, amen. Come on, press in up against it. The kingdom of God suffereth violence. 
and the violent behind him are going to take it by force. No, don't get too radical, but put a little pressure on the preacher. Oh, no, it's not. The morning's not here yet. Come on, but they're getting restless. They can, how many know animals can tell when things are going to happen? They just know it. Cats go crazy. Dogs start barking. Amen. And all of a sudden, boom, there's the race. What are you going to do, brother? You start pushing away the stones. You start pushing away the stones. Come on, pressure, pressure. And all of a sudden, boom, bam, bam, yeah. Come on, run, run, run. Yeah, 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 yeah. All I need is these three. I wonder, I wonder, thank you, I wonder if there's somebody that wants a breakthrough. No, no, no. You're not allowed to go this way from here, there, over there. The only way that you can come to get in the green grass of his kingdom and something greater than you've ever felt before is by following the breach maker. And right now, somebody needs a breakthrough right now. Who's going to be the first? Who's going to be the first? There it is. There it is. Come on. Breakthrough. 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 How many going to follow him? How many going to follow him? Come on. The, the breach has been made. Sing it, saints. Sing it. Love God. Sing it. Come on, somebody. Sing it. Come on. You are the God of the breakthrough. Come on, he's the God of the breakthrough.
around you, it's just you and Jesus. Come on, church, that's it. Hallelujah, I'm following the bridge maker. He's made a way through the rocks. He's made a hole, amen, out of no way for me. He's made a way for me.
dismiss you today. Hallelujah. Amen. But we don't want to hinder these people that are praying, seeking God. Amen. Reaching out to God in any way whatsoever. But God bless you this morning. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Thank you for coming. Come tomorrow night. Prayer meeting at 7 o'clock. Hallelujah. Let's see what God's going to do. Choir practice this evening at 345. Praise God. Choir come. <laughs>